Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. We have spent a lot of time in the Old Testament this week. And so today we're going to jump on over to the New Testament. We haven't been in the New Testament since last week. (laughs) So we're going to look at a very familiar passage in the book of Hebrews chapter 12. And not the one about running your race, which is what a lot of people look to. We're going to look a little further down in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 14 and 15. Which, interestingly enough, it ties back to a lot of what we've been talking about. Last week on Friday, we talked about the blessing after the struggle. And um, Jacob wrestling with God at night when he was worried about seeing his brother Esau after so many years apart after Jacob had deceived him and betrayed him and so these verses in Hebrews are written for the for the Jewish people who are spread throughout the land and it's for Jewish Christians or Christian Jews I guess you should say (laughs) um so in Hebrews chapter 12 verses 14 and 15 Well, actually, I'm going to back up. The focus is 14 and 15, but I'm going to back up to verses 12 and 13. It's so interesting to me how God just ties us all together because I know we've been spending time. Last week we were in Deuteronomy. Earlier this week we were in Numbers. Um, And so I just want to read Hebrews chapter 12, starting verse 12, which um, I think is going to really be a blessing to us. And then I'm going to read verse 13, and then I'll get us to verse 14 and 15, which is our real focus. So um, I don't know about the kind of Bible that you read from, but the Bible I'm reading from right now, it has little subtitles. And so the little subtitle above these, above these verses, excuse me, is called instructions and warnings. And so Hebrews 12, verse 12. Lift up your tired hands then and strengthen your trembling knees. Keep walking on straight paths so that the lame foot may not be disabled, but instead be healed. Try to be at peace with everyone and try to live a holy life because no one will see the Lord without it. Guard against turning back from the grace of God. Let no one become like a bitter plant that grows up and causes many troubles with its poison. And I'm going to read verse 16 also. Let no one become immoral or unspiritual like Esau, who for a single meal sold his rights as the elder son. And I'll read verse 17. Afterwards, you know, he wanted to receive his father's blessing, but he was turned away because he could not find any way to change what he had done, even though in tears he looked for it. So I wanted to read verses 16 and 17 because they directly reference back to the situation um, that preceded what we studied on last Friday, the blessing after the struggle. But I also really want us to recognize how the Old Testament and the New Testament are completely tied together. Sometimes I run into Christians who act like they don't need to read the Old Testament. They don't need to study it. They're not going to get anything from God from it. But as we see, as I keep referencing the Old Testament, (laughs) there's so much for us to learn about Jesus, for us to learn about God in the Old Testament. So we should never look only to one part of the Bible over the other, but we should always look at the entire Bible as God's living word for us of how to live our own lives so let's go back to verse 12 I feel like we're living in a time where people are more tired than ever before um where our knees might be trembling more than ever before that's actually a reference to um 
a verse in Isaiah chapter 35. And we know that when Isaiah was speaking to the people, they were in captivity. And I feel like so often we are in captivity, politically, economically, emotionally, uh, racially. There's so much going on health-wise, physically. We're in so much health captivity. And so when we're encouraged to lift up our tired hands and strengthen our trembling knees, we know that we have a God who desires to bless us. We have a God who has plans to prosper us and to give us a future and a hope. So in verse 13, when we're told to keep walking on straight paths so that the lame foot may not be disabled, but instead be healed. I think about how um, in the summer, I like to walk on the beach and every once in a while, like my sock will be on wrong or there'll be a like a pebble in my shoe or something will start to make my foot feel lame like my foot will start to hurt and if I'm walking in like deep sand so my foot is turning all the time it will start to hurt like my just not my foot but also my ankle and so I need to find a flat harder part of the sand I need to find a path that is more straight so that my foot lands differently so it doesn't hurt but it starts to readjust itself and then I can make the rest of my way without being in pain so I think about keep this verse 13 keep walking on straight paths so that the lame foot may not be disabled but instead be healed we um tend to go down bad paths in our thoughts and in our words and sometimes in our behavior and so i want to encourage us that when we are tired because of all the persecution that we are facing and enduring that we are able to turn to god and be strengthened and that we cannot go down the bad path we cannot create strife and division we have to continue to live lives of peace which is what our focus scripture is for today verse 14 try to be at peace with everyone and try to live a holy life because no one will see the Lord without it. And then I love verse 15, guard against turning back from the grace of God. Let no one become like a bitter plant that grows up and causes many troubles with its poison. And this verse 15 is a reference to Deuteronomy. So it's going back to the children of Israel when they were wandering in the wilderness and God was leading them to the promised land. We have to turn, we have to guard against turning back from God's grace and becoming bitter. We do not want to become bitter. And so I want to pause us for a moment and have you think about a time that you really struggled to not become bitter because of your circumstances. And we will be right back. I pray that as you thought about times that you struggled to become better and not bitter, that you are also able to see that when we really dig deep into God's word, he will never lead us astray. This idea of being at peace with everyone and living a holy life is so important for us, especially as Christians, because the world is watching us. It's watching us to see how we react to situations. I know that So often in our lives, there are people who set out to destroy us, people who tear us down, who lie on us, who just try to discredit us. And it's really easy to lash back, to clap back, to say something back, to try to destroy them back. But I want to encourage you that God is able to fight these battles on your behalf and that when you carry yourself in the grace of God and you carry yourself with a spirit of humility no matter what they are doing and don't get me wrong it is so 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 hard so hard to stay humble and to not clap back but when you carry yourself in such a way that 
Others can look to, to see how you're behaving and they can recognize that you are being peaceful and gentle, that you are showing the fruit of the Spirit, then it's possible that you might even turn a hardened heart away from being bitter and help them to also be better and to want to live a life for the Lord. So I want to encourage us on today, when we read God's Word, these are this, these verses, especially 14 and 15, are verses that I encourage you to post somewhere that you will see them, that it will remind you to become better, not bitter. <laughs> and I encourage you to help and encourage others. Pray for someone that you know is struggling. Pray with someone when you are struggling so that we will continue to spread the love of God and not be part of the problem, but be part of the solution. I pray that this is helpful. Tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot mess life. Let's close in prayer. Look, we made it under 10 minutes. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, thank you for commanding us to be peacemakers, Lord God, for us to grow better at becoming better and not bitter, Lord God. Help us, Lord, to not allow the slings and arrows that are thrown our way to take our focus off of you, Lord God, but help us to continue to be rooted and grounded in you, recognizing that you are a God of love, that you, Jesus, when you were terribly persecuted, that you were able to not say a mumbling word, but you still were able to love your enemies and to seek good for those who despitefully used you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus, for that example on that cross. Father God, we pray that you will empower us to also dig deep in your word, to encourage one another, to truly, Lord, truly grow in our capacity to live our holiest hot mess lives as we continue to grow and become better at being better and not getting bitter no matter what is done or said to us or about us. In Jesus' precious name, amen. I pray that today's episode was a blessing to you. I pray that you'll come back to get more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest hot mess life. And if this message is helpful or these podcasts are helpful, please like and subscribe and share so that other people can be blessed as well. Thanks. God bless.